help me, Lord. Help me hold out. Help me hold out. Help me, Jesus. Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. Help me hold out. Help me hold out. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Lord. Help, 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 help me, Lord. Help, 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 help me, Lord. Help, 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 help me, Lord. 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 Help me, help me, Lord. Help, help, 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 help me, Lord. Help me, Jesus. 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 Help me, oh Lord. Help me to hold out. Oh Lord. Help me to hold out. Oh Lord. Help me to hold out. Hey, until my chain has come. Hallelujah. 
For such a time as this, we must praise God. For such a time as this, we must praise God. We must continue lifting up the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You may be seated. Praise God, praise God. You know, this is Kermit. Those who don't know, <laughs> I'm somewhat, no, I'm at home. But how some of you saying, well, he have a church while he is over here. Because your pastor invited me and I said, yes. That's why I'm over here. But I'm here. I, I said, yes, fast. It was excited. Then now I got to go to my congregation and I got to explain to them why I took a engagement on a Sunday morning. I'm here because I asked them, will you release me today? Amen. Go to, to go preach to St. Paul. And, and, and one of the members said, it's an honor, Pastor Miller, that you sure. Hallelujah. We can make it. Amen. So, so they released me to be over here. Now, if they were to say no, I don't know what would have happened. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank God I didn't have to face that. Someone say, why I had to ask them? Because I am their pastor. And it's a Sunday morning. My obligation first to them. Now, I'm going to show you if anyone else would have asked me, it would have been no. Amen. It would have been no. I would have said, no, I have a congregation. But my pastor asked me, amen, to come on his, on his anniversary. Someone say, Yopa, yes, because when I left St. Paul, he was my pastor. And he could always be my pastor. Amen. Hallelujah. When I become bishop, he still could be my pastor. <laughs> Trouble in my way. <laughs> he done gone from pastor to bishop. <laughs> uh, you know. He who desire. Amen. Praise God. I promise you we're going to do this. We're going to do this. I, I, prom I, I, say, I didn't say that in a while. So I promise you I won't be no, no less than half an hour. But I promise you I, I won't be no more than two and a half hours. So let's go. Hallelujah. Open your Bibles. Oh, oh let me stop. The protocol was set, but. Let me recognize Lady Miller. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She just took me on a, a trip to Las Vegas. And what we did is stayed in Vegas. Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> Praise God. On Thursday, I told her, I said, I want to go home. <laughs> Unknown, that probably was a discouragement to her. But if you want to be my friend, 
please don't ask me to go to Vegas with you no more. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise God. But my daughter told me we, we went to the wrong area. We should have went to the old script. Hallelujah. See, I don't know about the old script. Hallelujah. But praise God, we, we made it back. Praise God. Let's turn our attention to Ephesians. Ephesians. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Second Timothy. I don't know why I'm in Ephesians 4. We're going to 2 Timothy and 4. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. 2 Timothy and 4. Amen. I turned my Bible to Ephesians 4. Hey. <laughs> uh, we can read one through. I have five, but we have to finish. We have to go through eight, I believe. Second uh, Timothy 4, chapter 4. Praise God. Praise God. Many of you know the drill here. Amen. If you are able. Praise God. Read. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at the appearance and his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove rebuke exhort with all long suffering and doctrine for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers have itching ears and they shall turn away the ears from the truth and shall be turned into fat fable oh thank you but watch Thou in all things endure affliction, do the work of evangelists, make full proof of this of thy ministry. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me at that day and not to me, not to me only. What? Not to me only, but and to all them also that love his appearance. May God bless the reading of the word. Amen. Not to me only, but someone said, I am here to preach what, what the pastor do. They know I am here to preach the word of God. Paul, and he encouraged Timothy here to preach the word of God, to preach sound doctrine. People not going to like it when you preach sound doctrine. Hallelujah. But, you, but stand fast in the faith, Timothy. When they come after you, I got your back, Timothy. I won't let them harm you. But they will discourage you, Timothy. Preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Re Amen. Amen. If Pastor Parker would have held up and didn't preach some doctrine to me, I wouldn't be where I am today. I didn't like every message he preached, but I was guilty of some of it. <laughs> See, anytime you're guilty of the word come forth, you, 
you'll get upset. Hallelujah. But the word is for everyone. It says, not me only. Paul didn't tell Timothy. Paul said, but not me only. But into everyone. See, we all have to live this life. We all have to live this gospel life. The pastor has calling on his life, but we have to live the same life the pastor lived. We have to live holy. But now there's a different calling on his life now. There's a different calling. He has to preach to you. Sometime when he preached the word, you said someone done told him about me. It did. If you want to call, praise God, Jesus Christ, someone, yes. See, God will find, the word will find you. No way you can hide from the word of God. If you're guilty, it's going to find you. Praise God. Well, uh, the pastor doesn't know that he doesn't dip in my business. No, God dipped in your business. And, and, and he was telling Timothy here, he said, hold on, my brother. You are a young minister now, Timmy. But when you begin to preach, they're not going to like what you preach sometimes. Praise God. Amen. Amen. It says they will be teachers of themselves. It is detrimental to your, to your spiritual life if you try to teach yourself. Because you're not going to rebuke yourself. All right now. <laughs> you're going to find a way to justify your means. Uh-huh. That's the word. Don't ever try to teach yourself. Why do you think he got the fivefold ministry in the church? All right. Um, to preach and teach to you. He called us to preach. He called us to teach. Amen. And you get open your ears and hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Oh, bless him. Oh, bless him. Oh, bless him. Amen. What does a pastor do? <laughs> I can't say that. I don't have that written yet, but it just pop up in my in my in my back conscious mind. But it's not the same. That's why I smile. What does the pastor do? Pastor typically work for churches in different sects of, of the Christian faith to provide guidance and leadership to the congregation. That's his duty. Amen. Amen. To provide leadership, they communicate. They're supposed to communicate with leaders. And of the church to set up plans for the church. The pastor have a huge calling on his life. Amen. 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 He have to deal with everyone. He have to deal from you to you. I'm not calling no no organization because once I identify an organization, you can say, "Oh, are you talking about me?" Clement gonna just talk about the word of God. Amen. It says. When we preach, we must first hear from God. Now, I want y'all, y'all to understand, when we preach the word of God, when we put forth the message of the word of God, or if, or if God give us the scripture to read without notes, first he could deal with us. I know first the right. word deal with us. That's right, that's right, that's right. See, because see, we don't have to repent once we get up here. We already repented. Because the word done dealt with us. We, we are not living above you. Praise God. We got, a, we got a God to glorify too. We can go to hell just as fast as you. Say a word. 
didn't take on a pastorship to be, be Mr. Mighty. I took on a pastorship to preach the word of God. All right. In season, out of season, I'm going to, if, if they don't like it, I'm going to preach it anyway. All right. Now, it's a sad thing that we do have some churches out there because, see, I am a YouTube fanatic. I'm going to tell you the fact true. I Google everybody. YouTube everyone. I, I am in a position that I can hear any preacher preach. No matter what they say, I can listen at them. Even some say Jesus is not real. Amen, amen. I get criticized sometimes. Time for listening at my boy, Pastor Gino James. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you right about it? See? <laughs> See, but I don't eat everything he said. I don't have to. It's a learning process for me. Amen. Amen. It's amazing how people can write in and amazing how he can take a scripture and turn it upside down to fit him and his congregation. And, and then when you read the scripture, it don't say that. See what I mean? Preacher can take a scripture, we can turn it upside down and make it fit. And I don't ever, I don't never see a person in his congregation with a Bible. <laughs> now, don't go to Gino Jenkins if you're weak in the faith because he'll turn you. Don't you go to him. I'm warning you, don't you listen at him. You have to be a strong-minded Christian to listen at him. You have to be a Bible-reading Christian to listen at him. You have to be in, you have to be anchored in the word of God. So, so we got to preach the pastor. We got to preach and teach the word. Hallelujah. We, we have, praise God, Act 20, 20 is the, keep watch over yourself and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit had made you overseer. Be shepherd of the church of God, which he brought, which he bought with his own blood. Jesus Christ bought the church with his own blood. Now, we have some people say, where's the church? You know, in the United States of America, when we say church, we are talking about the building that you worship in. Praise God. Churches were established from the beginning. Some called synagogue, some called temple. Amen. It, it was a church. Any place you worship, but in a building. And, and the pastor must preach the word. You're not going to like everything he preached. Amen. Some of you going to be out there mad. You can leave here mad. If you leave the church mad, then you need to repent because something in the word upsets you that you need to change. That you need to change. That you need to change in your lifestyle. We're not here to pity pat you on the back. We want you to go to heaven. We want you to change your lifestyle. We want you to stop doing the things that you are doing. It is not right in the eyesight of God. You must love your brothers and sisters. You can't go to heaven hating no one. All right. You can't go to heaven disliking no one. All right. Dislike is just a tad bit under, I hate you. Will you, you don't like, I don't like you. No, you hate me. Uh -huh. <laughs> Bible didn't say nothing like. <laughs> and you likeness in other senses. <laughs> but, but, but the Bible says you must love. You must love your brothers and sisters. How could you love God and then you hate your brothers and sisters? 
See, we got to preach that to you. All right. Hallelujah. And we have to remember. We, we say the pastor, the church, people will say the church come before the pastor. The pastor has to put the church before his family. That's not biblical. biblical. How can I deny my family and keep the church going and I denied my family? My family is first. Family is first. When God created what? Heaven and earth. Then he made what? That he established on earth. He established the family. He established the family. Amen. See, that's why we have so many, hallelujah, divorces in the church. There's so many preachers that get divorced because they put the church first and the family second. You can't do that. We can't do that. I'm keeping your kids out of trouble and then mine is a dopehead, a stealer, a robber. Because I am not taking time out to preach to my family. I am taking all of my time to preach to you. And my family is going like a preachers. We must put our family first. Now, understand, I didn't say God. I said the church. See, it's a difference. God always first in our life. Always first in our life. But I say the church. We might, I might be at the church 24-7. The church can't run without me. Then you die. Then you die. Heard people say, praise God, on their job. I can't miss no time of work. Why? Uh-huh. Ain't gonna be that when you're gone. Heard a sermon said the other day. Young man was preaching. He preached that the church will kill you. Amen. I said, oh, Lord, where he's going with this? I tell you, I YouTube now. Where he's going with this? And, and the pastor died of that church. He pastored that church for 35 years. And he never took a vacation. His, the next pastor came in. His wife called him aside. The, the, the deceased pastor wife called him. He's, he's a young man. Don't you let your church kill you. He, he, he said, my, she said, my husband died of almost everything was wrong with his body because he wouldn't take time out to go to the doctor and he wouldn't take no vacation. She said, now don't you let the church kill you, young man. You take care of your family first and then the church. And I guarantee when we take care of our family first, God will build the church because now we know how to do it. Ah, oh, pastor. And I'm going to tell you, I'm in trouble now. I'm in trouble, Pastor. I'm going to get in trouble. Now, now, I am retired. And I preach a, and I pastor a few people. I have to prepare myself just like I'm preaching for 20,000 people. I prepare myself. I don't look at the crowd. I look at the people. Now, what I have to do to put the Bible study and then the sermon together for Sunday, and, and, and you know I do on, on Tuesday night, I don't praise God. And I'm retired. I said, now what about we working? What about we I couldn't do all this if I was working. It was almost impossible. I would never have time for the family. So what are you trying to say, people? <laughs> A working pastor is tough. 
It's hard. You don't know how hard it is for a working pastor. You think it's easy. Amen. What I'm trying to say, St. Paul, Ah, uh, move on, Kermit. A full-time pastor could serve you better than a part-time pastor. Because his duty here, he will have the church door open for, you know, a duration of time. I just love it when I go by, you know, um, the white churches. They have eight or nine cars there in the morning. Secretaries doing work, doing work. You know, people coming in and out. For, for, why? Because he's a full-time pastor. All right, quiet now. He's a full-time pastor. What you trying to say? Kermit, you trying to say to retire your pastor and, uh, and make him full-time? Yeah. Move on, Kermit. <laughs> Amen. Really? This, this job is stress. This duty is stress. That's why you have to be a special a special person to be called into the ministry and the and the pastoring. See, we can't take this. We always got to be praying. Hallelujah! Someone always calling. Someone always complaining. You know, pastor have to have tough skin. Tough skin. Praise God. Many of you, I must say this. Then we are, we are talking about. Amen. Amen. We are talking about how Paul told Timothy what's going on. Now, see, sound doctrine. Now, now, I have sat in a meeting with the pastor and Deacon Smith. I mean, Deacon Nesmith at one time, I would call to sit in with, with a young lady. Materia, that young lady went up and down on the pastor. I don't know why I was there. I'm going to tell you. Up and down on the pastor. He sat there this December. She even talked about his wife. Yes. I said, oh, my Lord. He said that this is a man. I didn't say nothing. He didn't say nothing. He just listened. I said, what a man. What a man. He just listened. And then she quote a scripture from the Bible about a wicked king. And she said, you just like that king. I said, oh, Lord, no. I jumped up there. Uh-uh. You will not disrespect my pastor in front of me, sitting here, calling himself a wicked king. I said, now you don't went up and down on him. He didn't say a word. He was humble, but now it's time for me to speak. Don't you dare talk about my pastor like that. Amen. Now, I didn't know your problem, but see, she thought I would be on her side. That was it. See, see, the word of God don't have no side. The word of God only has the truth. The truth. Now I'm gonna tell you, he said that um, I said, Lord have mercy. Especially when he mentioned his wife. I said, Oh Lord have mercy. I know how that is. See, we have to take some stuff and we have to hold it in. We want to do it, we want to catch you around your neck and shake you. Yes, we do, members. Don't you think Pastor don't want to catch something? You you are But we got to be humble. We got to take it and we got to suck it in. But when don't you, I'm gonna tell you, St. Paul, don't you let no one talk about your pastor. Especially if you know it's not true. Now, see, she thought I would go gang up on the pastor, amen, because of the situation. 
No, I'm a man of God. I'm for right or wrong. All of you know I don't take sides. If you're wrong, you're wrong. If you're right, you're right. But I'm going to tell you, that's what Paul was telling Timothy. Timothy, you hold on, Timothy. Because these people are going to come against you, Timothy. Timothy, don't you, don't you dare, don't you dare skip out on the word of God. You preach some doctrine. You tell them hypocrite, stiff-necked people that the way to the sin is death and the gift of God is eternal life. You tell them if they don't change their way of life, hell, they will lift up their eyes. Timothy, you tell them, you, you, you tell them that what they are doing is wrong. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Timothy, tell them God put me in charge. Uh-huh. I, I, God is the head of me. And I am the head uh-huh. of the church. Yeah. Timothy, you tell uh-huh. them no matter what you go through, God has always got your back. Yes, Lord Jesus. Timothy, tell them uh-huh. everything will be all right. Timothy, don't you dare run from the word of God. Don't you duck your tail and run. Timothy, you tell them, hallelujah, that they have a charge to keep in a God to glorify. Timothy, tell them. Preach, preach, Carver. Tell them, Timothy. Tell them, Timothy. No matter what they do to you, tell them, Timothy. Hallelujah. Timothy, I have fought a good fight. I know what it's about, Timothy. I know what I've been through, Let Timothy. Use you. I've been through hell and brimstone. I, they stoned me, Preach, Timothy. Miller. They put me in jail, Timothy. Oh, no. But I'm still writing to you, Timothy. Come I'm on, still Miller. telling you to hold on. Come on, Miller. Just a little while Loose. Don't worry about them stiff necks. I got you, Timothy. I got you, Timothy. I'm going to take care of you, Timothy. Praise God. Woo. I fought a good fight. Oh, no. oh, my work is over with now. But I'm telling you, you're going through. You are going through. We're going to go through. But we must hold on. Uh-huh. It says, what a minute it say? But into all of you, uh-huh. we are not the only one going through. All right. You as a saint, you can go through. Because the devil don't want you to be saved. All right. He want to turn you around. Yes, Lord. He don't want you to lift Jesus up. Oh, God. He wants you to be a sinner. Someone said, the devil don't bother me. He ain't got no business bothering you. Hallelujah. Because you're reaping hell on everybody else. You're just like him. Woo, Jesus. Lord, have mercy. Hallelujah. Have mercy. Have mercy. We must pray for the church. Come on. The pastor must pray for the church. We must continue to pray for the church. Even when you're sitting there just watching a TV show. Keep praying. Hallelujah. When you put it together, Lord, a message to edify the people. I don't want to single one person out, but if the message for one person, so be it. Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo, Jesus. Praise God. Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't know where that comes from. Praying that the church will become more evangelist. He wants you to evangelize. He don't want to suck this all by himself. Hallelujah. He don't want to be alone. He wants you to go out and evangelize. Tell them people about the wages of sin and death. Tell them. Woo. It says, do, do your best to present your, yourself to God. 
approve the workman. That's on study to show yourself. That's right. That you are worthy to carry Jesus' name. You cannot call yourself a Christian and don't ever open your Bible. You cannot depend on the pastor teaching on Sunday morning. You got to know this for yourself. It's a study. Second Timothy. He's still teaching Timothy. See, he always teaches Timothy. Now, Paul writing this letter for what? In jail. Paul is writing to Timothy. Paul writing to all of his people. Because, see, Paul was the prime example. Paul know what he'd been through. Hallelujah. Paul know when the people after him. Because you know why Paul know what's happening? Because Paul was the evil person himself. That's right. Hallelujah. Paul was persecuting the Christian before right. he got saved. That's right. That's Paul right. was very educated. Uh -huh. He knew how to do things. Paul was very wise. When the king gave him permission, Paul was killing Christians and he would put them in jail. That's right. But Paul heard about the master. Ah! I'm going down to those people in Damascus. I'm going and I'm going to change those people's minds in Damascus. But when he got down, but when, when he, he got, got close there, enough, when he got there, Jesus said, no, you won't. She when said, now you messed up. You are not under the, the authority of your king. You are under my authority now. You are in my territory now. And boom, he knocked them to the ground. And he blinded them. He told yes, Timothy, he yes, he did. you can't go. And I mean, he told Paul, you can't go and mess with my people. All Amen. Right. Now, he said, Paul, you know, he said, he said, now, while Paul was doing it in Jerusalem, there was a king. He honored a king. If you read all the scripture, God honored kings, no matter what they did. Huh? King killed people. He honored a king. Well, king Herod beheaded what? John. That's right. Hallelujah. And Jesus was there. Jesus didn't do nothing. Jesus ain't did nothing. Not right he there. did nothing. Not right there. Uh -huh. He did nothing. He didn't try to stop because the king had authority. But when Jesus came, <laughs> the kingship descended. <laughs> he said, I am your I am the king. I am the king. I am the king. You in my territory now. You came to Damascus. You made a terrible mistake, Paul. When you think you could come down here in my territory. And beat up on my Christian. You can't do it. He blind Paul. I mean, he, he blind him. Hallelujah. It wasn't Paul saw. He blind him. He gave him now. He said, Now you are ready. But I'm not gonna let you. I'm going you could be led to the place where you could be healed. And when you open your eyes, ah. you can see things differently. Hallelujah. When you get saved, you see things differently. You are not the same. It's impossible for you to get saved and still be the same. I know that's right. You can't get saved and still cursing me out. That's right. That's right. You can't get saved and still like that whole monger. All right. God ain't saved me all the way. Yes, he did. You just didn't want to be saved all the way. All right. Oh, my God. Master. For 25 minutes up. I think 25 minutes up. All the, and and that's the big one. We got to be consistent. The only way you run a business or church or anything, you have to be consistent. 
You can't do for Leroy and don't do for Bob. If you and if it's the same thing going on. Now, there are different circumstances. Now, don't That's get me wrong. Right now. There are different circumstances. Pastors, Daniel 6 and 10. It said, Daniel was a prime example of being consistent. Then we, I think we do. Amen. Well, I pray God, I'll pretend that I'm in, in a Baptist church. I got to say that three times, and then I'll be through. Amen. <laughs> Daniel was a very consistent young man. You know, in scripture, you read it, 6 to 10. Daniel prayed three times a day. Yes, he did. The book said so. But the king made Daniel the chief. Uh, he made Daniel the president. Some Bible say president, something else. Over all of the, the other elders. And I didn't like it. Because Daniel was a young man. Leave the young people alone. You don't know how God calling them. But young, young people, we stole out, but you got to live the life. We just can't give you nothing if you haven't confessed Christ. I know that's right. Be God, hallelujah, praise, praise God. Just come with a charge to keep our hand. You want to be something in the church, get saved. And then God will exhort you. And then the pastor will realize your gift. Daniel said, Daniel said, hallelujah, they put out a decree, and Daniel heard about it. Daniel said, I prayed three times a day. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. It was okay. But now they, they are angry with me because the king exhorted me. He moved me up a notch. Don't get jealous when the pastor puts someone else in a position. He knows you should be there. Well, see, you want uh, a position in the church and you're not qualified for it. Uh -oh. When you're not qualified for it, you ain't going to do nothing but make a mess. Uh -oh. I'm preaching now. You won't do nothing but make a mess. Because you think you know how to do it. Uh -oh. You think you know how it goes. What did the Bible say? Who did Jesus put it in charge of the church? Pastors, apostles, huh? By full ministry. But now, Daniel says, now they got mad with Daniel. Now, Daniel, I pray three times a day. I don't care what happened. I'm going to pray three times a day. Okay, Daniel's still praying. Because Daniel was being consistent in what he is doing. See, we cannot be wishy-washy because you cannot trust a carnal-minded person. Woo. You can't be wishy-washy over here and over there and over there. You have to be stable in what you do. When you, when you are stable in what you do, you can stand on God's word. You can stand on his word. No matter what happened to you, God will protect you. I'm encouraged to pass. Don't give in, Pastor. Stand on God's word. Someone say, now you melting. Okay, Daniel, pray. And then when King, Daniel praying. Oh, now he had to be punished. 
You know, Cain, there you go. You know, Cain, what you said. That's one thing about a Cain. He never goes back on his word. In the scripture now, he, he have to, whether his decision was right or wrong, he have to go through with it. Because he's the king. Once you become wishy-washy, your people won't trust you. He sent Daniel. He sent Daniel where? The lion den. Hallelujah. Because Daniel was being consistent. People, my brother and sister, God will, God will, God will, will protect you. I'm just preaching to us now. I'm not preaching to the pastor. I'm preaching with us. Because we all go through a Daniel situation. You hold fast to your belief. Don't you let no one turn you around for your belief. And, and don't you dare bring another pastor belief in here and try to get your pastor to believe that. Pastor must preach the word. He must be consistent. Being consistent in everything he do. Hallelujah. Treating everyone equally where it belongs. Hallelujah. Where it belongs now. Treating everyone equal. There is this. Watch this now. There is this. Praise God. Galatians 3 and 28. It says, There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male and female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. <laughs> ah, see, we got to be treated as one in Christ Jesus. No matter what position you hold, we must treat you as one in Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ, he's the equalizer. Hallelujah. We're just his tool. Amen. We have to go Try to find the problem. You see the equalizer, Queen Latifah, what's her name? You see, when a problem arrives, they call her. When a problem arrives, praise God, in your life, who do you call? No, they won't call Jesus. <laughs> you don't call 911. I don't care. Is it 130? A working pastor, I don't care. If it's 1.30 in the morning, you can call your pastor. It's 1.30 in the morning. He got to get up and go to work. Now, if he'd been retired from working, that wouldn't be a problem. If he was full-time, it wouldn't be a problem. But he got to get up in the morning. He got to go to work just like you. Someone said, I'm mellowing again. Yes, I am. That, that's the word, though. He's the equalizer. That's his duty. He don't mind doing it. I don't think so. <laughs> but I know how it is to get up early in the morning. I know how it is to be called late at night to go to the hospital. I know how it is. While you were sleeping and slumbering, we are there trying to make it to see about someone's sick cousin or, or anybody. You even call a pastor for your long-distant cousin. <laughs> you heard... You heard three people say so. You ain't seen them in 10 years. But, but you go wake the pastor up. Call the pastor to act to pray for you. Your long distant cousin you ain't seen in a long time. You go wake him out of his sleep. Because he's the equalizer. Hallelujah. 
There's neither Jew nor Greek. See, Jesus don't have a gender. Jesus just wants your soul. Now, there is gender or separated in the Bible. I'm not going there, praise God. But let's finish. Hallelujah. You, we must be honest. We must be honest about yourself. See, I'm going to read that last verse. Then we, it's a, verse 8, is a handful there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not, not to me only, but into all them, but into all, unto all them that love his appearance. That's what it's all about. Creating me a clean heart. <laughs> oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. That's, that should be our cry every day. Every morning you wake up, you say, Lord, create in me a clean heart. Because yesterday is gone. You don't repent for yesterday. Or you should have. You don't repent for yesterday. Create in me a clean heart, Lord. For this day, guide me and lead me in this day. Help me to withstand the situation this day. When I go through problems, Lord, help me to understand, help me to hold on. Create me a clean heart. When you get a clean heart, praise God, you can understand what you're going through. You can say, Lord, help me to hold out. Lord, help me to hold out. Hallelujah. Let's give God a big, great hand. Praise. Oh, there's more, but I got to go. Woo, hallelujah. Let's say thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to give you my title for this service. <laughs> serving of the people. Or other serving other people. How you want it. Christian, we are here to serve. I told my congregation, I am your servant. I am here to serve you. I am here to serve you, not to serve me. You respect me and honor me, but I am here to serve you. That's why I asked them to release me today. Because I am your servant. I'm here to serve you. And they say, yes, you can go. Amen. That's what a pastor is. We are a servant to you. But some of them got a different twist. My people are, are, are here to serve me. But the scripture said we are serving one to another. There's no big I and little you and me. It says it's it says what? No female. No Jews or Greek. No pastor, no bishop. No doctrine, no master doctrine, ever what you want to call yourself. No theologian, no theology. Uh, we're all in one. We all have to serve the same God. We all understand the same scripture. For the wages of sin to death and the gift of God is eternal life. Stand to your feet. Stand, stand, stand. Stand, stand. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Hallelujah. 
If you heard nothing else I said, that last statement could cover it all. For the wages of sin is death, and the gift of God is eternal life. Now we have to just ask there is there, pray God, if there's anyone heard the word and they want to change and they want to change their life, now is the time. I know we don't lay hands. Praise God. I know you have on your mask. But we recognize you up by raising your hands. If you want to be saved, we'll recognize you by waving your hands. I advise you, things happening too fast in the world today. Don't you leave here as a sinner. Don't you leave here. I'm not going to say unsaved. Uh -uh -uh. Don't you leave here as a sinner. Amen. Don't you let do not let the devil cheat you today. And great. Praise How God. Sweet. Yes, Lord. Yes, oh, Jesus. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I Whoa. I want to hear you say Whoa. I was blind What? Oh yeah Whoa. I see Praise God. Praise oh, God. God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. My God, Praise my God. Praise God. My God, my God. Praise God. Let's let's sing it softly. Sing it softly. Softly, not quit. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we have heard what you have spoken today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your people for listening ears. Oh, bless your name. Now, God, we know there, there are many sick in our family. Many of hurting and many of disappointing. Many of them are worried about their families in Florida and South Carolina. Many of them wondering, Lord, why this happened? But Lord, let us keep in mind that you said that these things will be. Let us keep in mind that you said that you are coming twinkling at the night. Oh. Let us realize that we can't control what oh. you do, but we can repent and we can believe and, 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 and we can thank you, God, for our health and our strength. Oh. Ah, my God. Both of God, we don't thank you for being present today. 
Because we realize there is someone this morning that did not open their eyes. Someone have lost a loved one and gone on. But yet, Lord, we are, we are here today just to say thank you. We are here to say thank you for our health and strength. Hallelujah. Thank you for life and life more abundantly. We thank you, Jesus. Because that's what you came to give us. Yeah. And Lord, as we go forth, Hallelujah. let us keep believing that you is God. And you are the only true and living God. Yeah. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. I believe. I believe that your communion cup. God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Let us look at that's how I do it over there. I read the scripture. And I'm going to show the pastor to do it here. Because you have to know what you're taking. See, pray God you you have to realize that this scripture give you a choice. That's right. And the 11th chapter and the, uh, the 23rd verse of, of 1 Corinthians, it reads, it says, For I have received of the Lord that we also deliver unto you that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take ye, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Uh -huh. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had said, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat, this bread and drink this cup, ye do sure the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthy That's shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man, watch this now, but let the preacher examine the people. Mm -mm. It said, but let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthy, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Amen. As we take this cup, when you examine yourself, that make if you are worthy, you are worthy. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. As we, uh, oh, uh, praise God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you opportunity for us to do communion one more time we are doing it just to show you that we love you we are doing it that we are honoring your body we are honoring your death that you have died on the cross for us you have given us this opportunity to take and eat and drink what you died for in your name we pray amen as the scripture says, uh, and he take the bread and he eat. 
and, and he, he, this is my body. And praise God. And he take the cup. And he said, drink. This is my blood. Now we eat it and drink it until he come again. Let's say amen. Yeah. Amen. amen. Glory, hallelujah. Let's give God a great hand praise. Hallelujah. Let's give him a hand shout. Hallelujah. It's all about the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. We bless the Lord. Amen. We thank God for the word of God that has come forth. You know, the word of God can be hard sometimes, but it takes hardness to make it. And if we were to look at the word of God and look at it the way God says it, the word of God is truth. And all that was said is the truth of the word of God. So we take it and either we make a good decision and abide by it, or we take it and we toss it away. We thank God for Jesus Christ. Praise God for our pastor and wife. And we know that the deacon has said over, I think, the past couple of Sundays that you are asked you to bring an offering of $50 for our pastor to celebrate uh, as a donation or contribute. And it's just a small token because he really gives of himself. Amen. And his wife as well. And he gives and he gives and he gives. And if you have not put it in your envelope, we actually get an envelope and stick it in the envelope. Or if you have a card, you can put it in your card. And as we're getting ready to dismiss, our pastor is going to come. And that he would have the last remarks for today. But we want you to have your envelope ready while he's talking. Get your money ready to put in the box. At this time, we present. Oh, we have a presentation as well. Gonna ask the pastor's aide to come up front. It's only a few. It's only a few of us, but um, we're gonna open up next year. I'm I'm, I'm speaking it into existence, <laughs> and we're gonna ask anybody that want to join the pastor's aid, you know, to come join us. Pastor's aid, could you come up front, please? Pastor and wife, on behalf of the pastor's aid, we'd like to present you with this token of love and appreciation. We can't pay you for your service, but we'll let you know that we appreciate you and all that you've done for us during the past seven years. Card from Bishop Donaldson and Bishop Cooper that was dropped off this morning asked to give to you guys. All right. We love you. 